everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily, and I'm here with... Chan! A new oh, face. Yes. A new voice. <laughs> Chan is a really good friend of mine from college. Um, unfortunately, Rachel couldn't be here because her work, but she's here in spirit. We met in... Japanese class, right? Or anime club before that? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. It, I think it was a simultaneous thing. We met at Gator Anime first, and then I think we realized we were both in Japanese class together. So. Oh, yeah. Our first uh, project together with Gigapoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's still on YouTube somewhere hidden. <laughs> I, think, I think I think I made it unlisted. I think only if you have the link, you can watch it now. So. Oh no no no! I think you can find it because I oh, found it before. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, soulmate <laughs> podcast fans, don't look for that, please. <laughs> we are here today to talk about an album from one of the greatest groups of all time, Shiny. Shiny back. They're back. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I'm going to give you a very, very quick and dirty rundown of SHINee. They were formed in 2008 by SM, and currently they have four members, Anu, Ki, Minho, and Taemin. Jonghyung is the former member. He died in December, and we talked about that a little bit. Um, we even reviewed one of his, his last single. They just released, I guess, is it a concept album? Um, It's a three-part album. Okay, so it's a three-part album that they're releasing periodically, so episode one, episode two, episode three, and the whole album is called The Story of Light. <laughs> we record this in advance, um, so at the time of this recording, the third part has not come out yet, so we're gonna just talk about the first two parts, which I really, really like. Me too. I love this album so much. <laughs> I was so shocked because I... I had some mixed feelings about listening to Shiny, mm -hmm. and I was a little apprehensive. And then I was like, "No, Emily, you just gotta, you just gotta do it." So I just spent some time a couple days ago and just brought up the album, and I listened to uh, episode one and episode two back to back, and I was like, "I've been mm -hmm. taken on a musical journey far, <laughs> far away." I felt like I was riding on a on a soft pillowy cloud into dreamland but, <laughs> but dreamland was also like a funky discotheque like i think uh both of the albums kind of exude this like crying in the club vibe <laughs> my god yes <laughs> especially uh, the first album because i think uh they probably recorded this and did the shooting for it like very close to mm -hmm. chung kyung's death so I can imagine how many like emotions were going through their mind at that time. I really think that the first album especially is like dedicated to him. Yeah. And I think it's symbolic that like each of the albums have like five tracks. That's true. I noticed yeah. that as well. Okay, so a little bit of backstory about The Story of Light. This album, it's released in three parts, like we said. The first one was released May 28th. The second one was released on June 11th, and then the third one is going to be released on June 25th. And so Good Evening was the lead single for part one, and You and I was the lead single for part two. And it was the number one album on Korean music charts. I'm not surprised. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> it was the number two album on U.S. Heat Seekers album for Billboard in the U.S. And this was um, episode one. So... 
people were very excited for the return of Shiny. I mean, this is their, like, 10-year anniversary, pretty much. Yeah. Right? So I think that it also, like, top charts in, like, a lot of different countries as well. Especially Japan. Yeah. Japan's, like, crazy about Shiny. <laughs> yeah. I think it charted in New Zealand, too. Let's break this down track by track. Starting with All Day, All Night. Chan, what are your thoughts oh on God. this song? <laughs> all Day, All Night is my favorite song of, like, all of them. Yeah. It's very, like, high energy, very busy. It's, like, the exact type of music that I love to listen to. Like, just turn up the bass in the car and, like, yeah, all day, all day, all night. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part was the, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> um, and the performance version is really nice. I'm so glad that Shiny's back, like, performing in, like, these music shows. I, like, catch oh, every God. single one of them. <laughs> This was definitely an upbeat R&B bop, and it reminded me of some of their older songs from older albums, but like yeah. an updated version, like the current version of Shiny that's also a throwback to old Shiny, and I just, I loved how it sounded, and I was really digging it. I felt like I could get down to this in a club, <laughs> like I could body roll <laughs> to this. I was really digging it. I did notice that they used the chipmunk voice, and I'm like, does every song now have to have the chipmunk voice? <laughs> No. <laughs> and the bird calls. <laughs> yeah. I think they sang really high for yes. like every song it in was, the first album. Yes, it was it was very falsetto filled for part one. Yeah. I was digging it. Usually I'm not I'm not really into that, but their harmonies yeah. are so good. Like yeah. it did not bother me at all. Yeah, I think um I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I think for the first album like like I said before, I think it's like dedicated especially to Chong Hyung and his signature was his falsetto. Mm -hmm. So like maybe they're trying to like uh, compensate, not really compensate, but kind of like pay an homage to him by trying to push their voice registers higher than they usually go. Yeah. <laughs> especially Minho. Minho surprised me. Yeah, I'm pretty shocked. I was like, oh. I'm digging it. Like, vocals, face, rapping, is there anything he can't do? <laughs> is he good at math? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, the second song is Good Evening. Minho and Ki are credited for the lyrics on this. Mm -hmm. and this one had a music video. This was another upbeat jam with a ton of falsetto and EDM beats. And it reminded me of Free Somebody by Luna from FX. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of that. <laughs> oh, so it's like, mm, 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 I want to be somebody. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. I do know that song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, this kind of reminded me of that um, in the chorus a little bit. I felt like this whole album, really, it doesn't go hard. It goes, like, soft, but, like, a good soft, if that makes any yeah. sense. They're not trying to... It's not, like, 
I feel like it, the, especially the instrumental, it's not like in your face, like this is a wall of sound and uh, it's it's not a banger, but it's, oh, the music is so good. I, I also really like this song. Yeah. And, and I love the sexy English uh, breakdown where there's sexy whispering from Minho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I can see your face through the doors, your eyes, nose, lips, cheek. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hmm, really? Go on. Yeah. I saw like the like backstage, well not the version, but the like uh, they were practicing their choreo for it, and like it, it was really nice to see how much like Taemin like contributed to like fixing the choreo or like changing things. Like for that part where he says, "Oh, your eyes, nose, lips, face," he's like, "We should probably get like closer." I'm like, "Yes, Taemin, thank you. <laughs> Just get closer." <laughs> Blessed. Oh my yeah. god. The music video came out the same time as the album or before the album. Like, I saw the music video for Good Evening before I listened to the album. And uh, I was a little nervous, but, like, really excited because I heard, like, the, what's it called? The preview for it. And I was like, okay, I could probably get down to this. It sounds like a jam. And when I first saw it, I cried, actually. (laughs) It was real, you know? Like, uh, for the first time, you see them as four members like it's like actually happening i don't know what were your thoughts on it my thoughts on the music video were that it was really bright colors which is on trend but they had the ugliest fucking outfits on <laughs> I, I didn't understand the styling but i liked the dancing a lot but it's shiny the dancing's always going to be on point yeah and the weird cgi fox it, it means something, but I'm stupid, and I couldn't get it. Oh, so. I think it's supposed to be Jonghyung. Okay. I think that, like, the fox is in each of the album art as well. Like, first he's, like, ascending, mm-hmm. like, in a triangle, you know? I have a feeling that's him going away somehow, maybe to heaven. And then in the second album, he's, like, sleeping on the moon, and, like, uh, Chung Hyung usually did, like, uh, he, he exuded a very, like, nightly vibe, I would say. Like, he hosted, like, a nighttime radio show. He said that he couldn't, like, sleep very well and is, like, more comfortable in the dark. And uh, I read this somewhere. I'm not sure. I have to, like, fact check this. It's probably true. Like, uh, foxes in, like, East Asian, like, mythology, like, usually symbolizes, like, spirits and stuff. But I have a feeling. There's a lot of, like, symbolism, like in good evening i probably won't get into it too much because i don't have notes in front of me (laughs) but uh i think the biggest one that i i picked up like immediately was like uh, the fact that they were in a greenhouse for the first part they're enclosed almost trapped in a way but because a greenhouse has like clear windows you can see inside of it they're obviously kind of like don trouden and like down for the first part you know like very sad i mean it looks like they're being suffocated in plastic at points yeah 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 that part that was a really shocking visual for me some people were like wow that's so cool but when i first saw it i was like (laughs) there was also like a psychedelic well that's in both of the music videos Mm -hmm. i'm not entirely sure what that means (laughs) i think that was their means of escape Okay. Or, yeah, because in the first part of the music video, like, they're 
in that greenhouse. And like also there's a scene where there's like a bunch of cameras looking at them like while they're kind of sad. So maybe it's like saying how they didn't really have like too much time to heal with like all of the media just watching them. But as soon as they like, you know, they see the psychedelic well and they like go outside, like they're like running around and like it doesn't seem like a closed set anymore. And like you see Key smiling. I know. Ah, the smile I wish to protect. <laughs> and in the second music video, I guess we'll get to that later. Like it's uh, we see more scenes of them like going outside and we see like junk or oh, i say junk fox the fox just staring at them first so maybe they're following them maybe they'll he'll take us somewhere and we'll have to wait to find out in the third episode <laughs> that music video that we're gonna talk about later is fucking nuts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shiny the meme kings <laughs> i kind of wish that they took the direction that Luna does, where they have a full essay explaining all the symbolism in the music video. <laughs> For the dumbs like me, well, I'm like, oh, that's what it means. That would have been really <laughs> helpful, but... okay. Maybe they want you to see it as you see it. <laughs> that's also could be true. So, the next song is Undercover. Girl. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> whistling. Whoa, this whistling sounds kind of familiar. And then I was like, this sounds like a Hilary Duff song. Does it? <laughs> she put out a song called Sparks, which Nick does drag performances too, by the way. And oh. the whistling sounds a lot like that. And I they sampled it. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked, honestly. <laughs> oh, they actually did sample the chorus for "Good Evening." Oh yeah, like from a different song. Yeah, um, it's from like a uh, Cupid by Two Eleven. Mm. It's like an old R and B song. So, like the melody for that is actually sampled from that song, oh, and it's credited yeah. actually in the song credits. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, there's like water drop sounds in this, and all that did was remind me of Move by Taman, and I was like, "Mm, I love that music video. (laughs) Or Drip Drop by Taman. Oh my god, yeah! (laughs) Taman and water are just perfect together. (laughs) Yeah, oh, Taman and fire too. Honestly, he could be the avatar. (laughs) (laughs) That boy's not human though, he's like on a different planet. So I really liked the xylophone in this song. Yeah, I think I looked at the lyrics for it, and I'm like, this song is like a fucking song. (laughs) Like, oh, we're going to do this secretly, undercover kind of vibe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this song could have used the the sexy whispering, too. I mean, I guess all of them them could. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, it's like sexy crying in the club songs almost. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the next song, I liked the song a lot as well, was Jump. Oh, yes. 
and this had staccato singing. It had some like dreamlike distortion of the vocals mm-hmm. and a bumping EDM bassline. I felt like I would listen to this chilling at the pool, but also getting busy. So I was like, really mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I liked it too. But I think it was my least favorite, just because there wasn't as much like build up and like uh, calming down. It was like kind of. A, straight throughout the entire thing but like after listening to it like I don't know 10 times or something, <laughs> I just have it like on repeat like yeah. in my car I have a long commute for certain things so yeah I've grown to like it as well it's still upbeat it's still like uh, uh meshes with the rest of the tracks yeah, I, I noted that this was my least favorite song of of the first five but I didn't mm-hmm. dislike it it was just my yeah, least yeah. favorite the last song is You and I. He is credited on the lyrics on this song, and this is a slow jam, and the drum beat is is going a little too hard for it to be a ballad, so I'm not considering it a ballad. It yeah, I don't think jam. any of them are ballads. No, uh, actually. I know. I was so excited. There's Me no too. <laughs> Though, like, to be honest, I love shiny ballads, but uh, maybe this was also intentional. Like, they wanted something more upbeat. Yeah. I felt like this song could be in a moody teen movie, specifically Perks of Being a Wallflower when they're like driving. I was like, this would be perfect for that scene. Mm -hmm. It's actually a really sad song. Like, if you look up the lyrics to it, it's kind of a song about letting go. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's very nice that like key wrote i think the entire lyrics probably like for all day all night or sorry good evening i think kenzie was mm-hmm. credited for some of the lyrics and maybe key and minnow like wrote the raps especially i have a feeling that key wrote the english rap <laughs> yeah and wikipedia wasn't specific on who who did what they just said yeah full research department here at soulmates podcast (laughs) but yeah i really liked you and i i think it's probably my third favorite song um of the first album what's your favorite song my favorite song is all day all night mine too i was like it's a good good track starter (laughs) and then i liked good evening and then you and i and then undercover and then jump Though Undercover and You and I are kind of tied-ish for different Mm -hmm. reasons. (laughs) Okay, are you ready to move on to The Story of Light, Episode 2? Yes. Okay, so this starts off with I Want You. I want you. This also Mm -hmm. has a music video, and this is an upbeat song, and it almost sounds like a Disney pop song, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Like Like you would hear it playing in the parks or something. (laughs) A little bit, yeah, kind of like that. It might be on Radio Disney, a Jonas Brothers type band, maybe just a Mm -hmm. little. And yeah, I like this song. Yeah, me too. That music video was something else. Everything was (laughs) jiffable. 
I feel like the the music video totally overshadows the song. I mean, so there's more of the CGI fox and more of them in the woods. There's like this obvious connection to the other video. I'm assuming that the next music video to be released, it's going to have more of that as well. And Mm -hmm. then it went completely different, like into a cheesy 90s after school special, like special effects. They are flying (laughs) through the air. They're playing basketball in the clouds. Oh my god, that's my favorite part. (laughs) They're using a payphone and they're like flying through space and it's so obvious that they're on a green screen and then they do they do this thing where they like turn and like face the camera directly (laughs) and it reminds me of this this meme of this kid and he's like on the computer and it's like the internet is cool and he turns the camera and he like thumbs up. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Shiny like contributed to the choreography for this music video. We know that they're meme kings. In like a recent, uh, like, have you been watching Shiny's back, like on M two? I have not. I'm I'm behind. Oh my god! Please watch it. It's the greatest. I, the concept is they go on a trip together and make food out of vacation. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. And like in the latest episode, like um, they finally get to like their place or whatever and they're cooking and then like they're trying to help uh, Key cook by trying like not doing anything. <laughs> and like Taven, oh, had the job of like salting and peppering the steak or whatever. And it's like, Key, look, it's like, do you know what this is? And then he did the salt thing. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm glad they do silly stuff like this, too, especially after their first music video. Like, <laughs> it was a, it was a good contrast. Yeah. Maybe a very stark contrast, but something that was very welcomed, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second song is Chemistry. <laughs> And Minho is credited on the lyrics on this song. And this has distorted bird call noises in the beginning. Yay, more birds! More birds. <laughs> um, it reminded me of, like, a card song, but happy. Like, a happy card song. Like, card mm-hmm. uses sad bird call noises. Well, this is, like, happy. <laughs> and it kind of sounded a little bit tropical, almost. I think it's the drums. Mm-hmm. I just really like the chorus and the harmonies. And when I was listening to this, I could not stop myself from like dancing in my chair. Yeah, I think the entire album has like a tropical vibe, like a summer song. (laughs) This is definitely a summer album through and through. It's kind of like a musical orgasm. Just everything is great about it. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone's happy. I don't have too many opinions on chemistry, but... Just everything you said. <laughs> okay. The next song is Electric. Electric. And this is definitely more R&B than the other songs on this album. And it mm-hmm. has a 
funky chorus and yes. it kind of reminded me of like 80s music a little bit and yes this is definitely a different sounding song than the rest of them but it's it's still it's still cohesive within the album itself but this is definitely a standout for funkiness yeah i think i like electric a lot i think it's probably my favorite on the album just because of its r&b influences because i feel like uh, uh, Shiny is really influenced by R&B, so it's almost like they're going back to like their original concept with it. Nothing too deep to say. It's still like a, yeah. a bop. <laughs> <laughs> Though when they were like, electric. Da, 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 I, 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 I kept thinking of electric shock. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Someone needs to do like a mashup. That would be awesome. I'm sure someone's clicking away right now. <laughs> The second to last song is called Drive. For some reason, it reminded me of like a One Direction song. It sounded like it could be by One Direction if it was in English. And it They've was- definitely stole songs that were meant for One Direction before. I- <laughs> 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 and um, of course, there's more bird call noises. And it kind of switches from like a funky synth to a sweeping piano. Mm-hmm. I liked the funky parts more than, than the sweeping swell of the instrumentation. But yeah. I, overall, it's not a bad song. It, it's the same, like, jump. It, it's just okay. It's, like, not my favorite. I just like it the least. Yeah, the least memorable for me. I'm having a hard time, like, remembering the, like, the melody and stuff. Yeah. But, like, none of the songs were bad. I think it's interesting you mentioned the bird call noises, because I actually hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Um, how many of the songs had bird calls and, like, how in the, like, second music video... The I Want You music video, they were, like, outside. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last song on episode two is Who Waits for mm-hmm. Love. Who waits for love? And this sounded a lot like a Lana Del Rey song in the beginning, like the very beginning. And I was like, okay, I could be into a shiny Lana Del Rey song. And then it kind of turned into an 80s Mariah Carey song with the the chimes (laughs) in the background. It's a mid-tempo ballad-ish with spoken parts. And I'm such a hoe for spoken parts. Like, poetry slammed me down. I am so mad. Yeah, I really like that they ended on an upbeat note. Mm-hmm. Kind of like You and I, which was like slow, but not like ballad like slow. Yeah, it it's a slow jam. It's not a ballad, I would say. Yeah. They're similar, but like I feel like a ballad is boring. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> overall thoughts on these two albums? I guess these two parts of an album? I think that 
it's very shiny. Yeah. Like I, I know Lovey Shiny's always shiny, but this really like reminds me of their image. Like the sound reminds me of them. The concept reminds me of them. Everything was just really good. Probably I liked it better than uh, One of One. I like that they're releasing it in three parts because it means that they get to promote for longer. <laughs> They, they took the idea from Luna. They were like, we need to create hype and release in parts. Yeah. So. It's working. It's like I followed their Korean Instagram for the first Me time. Too. because Yeah, it's like I did it before because they never updated it. But but then I was like, wait a minute. Something just showed up in my explore feed. Shiny? Posting on Instagram? What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Their Instagram is like popping off to. Yeah. All these murals. I know. I mean, this whole album, it's, like, very bright primary colors are, are kind mm-hmm. of the color story for this. Their Instagram is a complete reflection of that, is, like, in-your-face, bold colors. Ooh, speaking of color story, there's actually uh, a link, I think, on their Instagram, where if you click on it, it's, like, the website for this album and it's a color wheel where you can pick a color and then for each color you can assign a shiny song to it oh that's so cool yeah and you get to like uh listen to samples on of their new album and stuff i think it's a really good way to promote their album i kind of want to try it there's a lot of shiny songs though (laughs) it reminds me a lot of like modern art in that sense and i Mm -hmm. was like yes you are artists you go for yeah, that. They, they are art. They, they are art itself. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think we mentioned this, but uh, Chan is joining us from Japan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Via Skype. Konnichiwa. Chan to Yoroshiku. I'm not Japanese, though. That's okay. Uh, you actually got to see Shiny in Japan, right? Yes, I did. Please. That was a life-changing experience. <laughs> Okay, so please just tell me all about that in as much detail as you possibly can. Oh, okay. Okay, um, I'll start with the ticket buying process. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but actually, ticket buying in Japan is very... I Actually, I wouldn't know uh, compared to the United States because actually this was my first concert ever. Oh my god, like, wow. Yeah, this was my first... No, I don't think so, honestly. Like, uh, I went to a Vocaloid concert before in Japan, but, I mean, it's not real people. I would still call, consider it a concert, but this is my first concert with, like, real people in it, so... I'm sure Hatsune and... Miku doesn't mind that you don't consider yeah. her as the first concert. I'm sorry, Miku, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you have to first sign up on this, like, on, the, on a site specifically that sells the ticket, like the ticket vendor, because shiny tickets are kind of elusive. They usually sell them first to like fan club members. And unfortunately fan I was clubs. not part of fan club. Yeah. So, and then you like enter a lottery. That's like the first round. Mm-hmm. And then they'll assign you a ticket and they will not tell you your seat number until like the week before the concert. <laughs> really uh yeah so it's it's a it's a big it's because a lot of people in japan love to go to concerts a lot of shows like sell out and stuff Mm -hmm. so this is kind of to give everyone like a fair chance to get in 
there's usually not enough like venue space to hold the amount of people who want to see. I got me and like my friends to like get tickets. Um, out of three friends, two of us got tickets. So that was uh, that was actually really lucky. I was like, yay! And then we went to the concert and uh, yeah. The Japanese concerts, uh, at least like the the touring that they were doing, is not as like loud as the Korean music shows that you see. I even read online some of the comments. They say, oh, it's not like a fan chant concert. I was like, damn it, I wanted to learn. <laughs> and I can say like, they, I think they want to be respectful to Shiny when they're performing. So they're not like super loud. They sold these like giant, like the, the pen lights. Oh, yeah. I love those pen lights so much. I'm so glad I bought it. I think that if you go to a Japanese concert, buy a pen light, buy a glow stick. Otherwise, your enjoyment of the concert is going to go down. (laughs) And they like coordinated like it was like a light stick just for the concert. So like it coordinated to like each of the songs, like the colors changed and stuff. Like uh, it was so cool. Like uh, it turned red sometimes, like it flickered in certain places sometimes. I was like, oh my God, this is so freaking awesome. They did Lucifer, which was like, first they did like, uh, it was like a movie. Like they were like underwater and like dancing and stuff. And this was like right after like the first intermission. And then when, when the beat dropped and like they finally came out, like everyone was screaming. Like ah! any video you see of Shining performing live, it doesn't do them justice. Their live vocals are something else. It's insane. How are they dancing so hard and yet still being stable? Like obviously they don't sing live for all the parts. I think for everybody, they probably don't sing live, but they try their damn best to sing as much live as possible. I mean, I don't expect groups with a lot of hardcore dancing to sing live. I guess if you're going to do a ballad, then yeah, you should probably sing live. But like, if you're doing the Lucifer dance moves, like, respect. Like, that's insane. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's like, I think a lot of people realize this. It's like, no, you don't have to sing live when you're just like uh, kicking all over the place and jumping. And But no, Shiny does it. Because they're fit. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they were quite fit. One of my favorite performances was there's a Japanese song that they do called A-V-A-V-O-V. It's like whatever, like the blood types. Yeah. like, And like it's not like a revolving like wall like a revolving like five-sided wall and they're like just like strapped on it just like (laughs) it was insane i would have fallen off that (laughs) uh they got a little emotional i think when they were talking at the end just saying oh thank you for coming especially on you i think he was very like stressed out at that time and he said something to apologize to the fans and I was like, no, on you, don't. I was like, I didn't come here to cry. I cried anyways. <laughs> I feel like if I got to see them like perform live, I feel like I'd be overcome with emotions and just cry to myself silently. Like, I can't believe uh, I'm here. That's what I did. <laughs> so who's your favorite shiny boy? Oh, it's, oh gosh. I think I cycle through them. When I was young, my favorite was definitely Temin. Like, hands down, it was, like, when I was 16 years old and I saw Temin dancing, I was like, that's him. He's the one. <laughs> and uh, it's like coming back to Temin again. We're, like, the same age. We were born in 93. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. The youngest member is the same age as me. <laughs> oh. uh, but 
I think mm, I would say if it's not Timon, it'd be Onyu. Okay, like. so mine when I first discovered Shiny was Onyu. I thought he was mm-hmm. so cute, and I'm like, this boy can sing. He's like, he's yeah, certain face. Sweet. I, and then Taman started doing solo work, and I was like, oh, oh god, that's cool. And then Move came out recently, and I was oh, my eyeballs my came out of my skull. <laughs> Like, like Pepe Le Pew style and then melted. Um, oh my god. And now he's my number one fave. Tame oh my fave. gosh. That's so strange. Well, it's so funny how like we have like the same faves or and it's switched. <laughs> yeah, like the dancing, the water. I wish they'd The like, mesh shirt. Oh my god, the nipples. The mesh shirt. The, the nipples. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god. After realizing he was my fave, going back and looking at older music videos, and I was like, I really, really like him with long hair. He looks really good. Uh, and, and, like, I love that he's not afraid to do, like, androgynous dance mm-hmm. moves or, or looks or, or hairstyles. Mm-hmm. So I was like, check, check, check. He's my yeah. fave. <laughs> I think maybe in the, the Lucifer days, I think he was forced to have long hair. Yeah. <laughs> For the concept. Um, I like him with both. But now his dancing style has evolved from like, you know, B-boy, like really intense dancing to like very fluid. And as you said, like androgynous moves. I really like it. It's very unique in the K-pop world. If anyone's going to have a banging solo career in that group, well, it's Taven. He already has one, you know? I'm glad that they got to release this, especially on their 10-year anniversary. I mean, yeah. Not a lot of groups last that long, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. Every member is so talented. I think uh, they want to promote as long as they can. Um, Timon, in like a recent interview, I guess, like he was filming stuff for like Move, and it was a, it was like a documentary series just about Timon, and like we can see how ambitious he is. Like, oh, I really want to like work hard. Like, if I'm not working hard, if I'm not like practicing, I actually feel really anxious. And he's the member who I think improved the most in his vocals because he like, yeah, he like made an effort to like train himself to sing better because he didn't like that criticism that he was getting uh, that, oh, he can't sing. uh. So he worked his ass off to like sing live too, like while performing. It's incredible. That documentary was filmed before Dong Kyung's death. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like before then he was very like, I want to do solo work. Like I like working with the members and all, but like, you know, like I have a goal in mind to reach. Like I want to like fill audiences, blah, 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 blah. But after that, he interviewed again. And I think he's changed a little. He's like, I think my goal for the future is to promote healthily and happily for as long as possible. It's really sweet. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Chan, for coming all the way from Japan. Um, Thank you for having me. I feel so refreshed. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for waking up early in the morning um, because you are 13 hours ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, kind of wherever podcasts are found. Just search for Soulmates Podcast. And also, if you guys don't know, we have an Instagram. 
we have an Instagram now. It's just Soulmates Podcast. Lots of fun stuff on there. So you should definitely check that out as well. We will see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye.